welcome to the Find and Follow podcast, where we will be highlighting stories of discipleship here at Crosspoint. I'm Josh, and I'm the Central Ministries pastor, and my heart beats discipleship, and I'm really honored to share these stories with you. Now, being a disciple of Jesus is to embody the life Jesus lived, empowered by the Holy Spirit, and, and Jesus was always investing in a few others. And as a church together, we're, we're studying the Great Commission found in Matthew chapter 28 during the month of September through our Sunday messages, and we're really trying to hone in on the last things that Jesus said. He gives a couple of promises, and then he gives this command that says, as you're going, make disciples of all the peoples. And, and it's our mission here at Crosspoint to help people find and follow Jesus, but, but part of following Jesus is learning how to help others find and follow him as well. And this podcast is highlighting a few of the stories where these kinds of relationships are happening right here and inspire others to do the same. And what's great about it is these are normal people doing everyday life with compassion and intentionality for the glory of God and for the sake of others. Now today we have guests John Hill and Sean Pappin from our Dixon campus joining me to have a conversation around their own experience with discipleship. So welcome, gentlemen. Thank you all for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So I would love to just catch a snapshot of your stories, you know, how you got to where you are, where you grew up, uh, what life was like growing up, and how you came to faith. And so, uh, John, let's start with you. How'd you share a little bit of your story? Uh, well, I grew up uh, mostly Baptist, uh, Southern Baptist, actually, yeah. to be honest, to be honest uh, and uh, kind of in and out of church a little bit. Didn't know exactly what I was doing, you know, growing up and, and different things like that. So it was a, a always kind of foreign to me a little bit because I was always kind of doing what, you know, mom told me, dad told me, you know, growing up. So then whenever I got into uh, adulthood, it's when everything really kind of started clicking. Yeah. You know, um, I, uh, I stepped away from church for a little bit and uh, then came back in 2018 and found Cross Point. Mm -hmm. And, uh, since then it's been different. I've, uh, I've found a, a whole new side of Jesus that I didn't know existed. Mm. Um, and I will owe all that to, uh, Rooted and, uh, the different programs that, uh, Crosspoint has to Kevin, to James, to all of them. So, yeah, it's great. Thanks for sharing, man. Yeah. We'll dig into some of that. Just what was yeah. some of those things that have been formative for you and, you know, now come happening through you. So. Uh, Sean, how about you? Uh, well, I grew up in right outside of Chicago, and um, I grew up Catholic. So Bears fan, you Bears fan? <laughs> so, well, depends on the date. Yeah, as long as they're not playing the Titans. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So I, grew up Catholic. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up Catholic, and pretty much everybody up there around that area is Catholic, so it's not a shocker. Um, went through uh, first communion, all the typical things. But then, you know, got to high school, yeah, started distancing myself a little bit, mm -hmm. and then moved down here, and still hadn't really found anything that I was really into as far as a church. I tried a few different ones out, and but then, you know, last year, a friend of mine invited me to come check out Crosspoint, so I came out, and I was like, okay. And the first Sunday, it just like I got smacked in the face. It's I, it was just I was like, wow. I was like, I could feel that Kevin was just talking to me. Pastor Kevin was just talking to me, and I was like, okay. I was like, all right. So I stayed, and then um, you know, fast forward to this year, February. Um, well, last year, my wife did rooted in the fall. Okay. And she ended up actually facilitating because 
they ended up needing a facilitator. So it was her first time, and she ended up facilitating in her first time on top of it. Uh, and then we went through together this year in February, and then through it, I was just uh, I just started studying, and I was I was dedicated to it, and I'm more passionate than I've ever been about the Bible and trying to follow Jesus than I had ever been in my entire life because, like John, it was kind of just forced on me when I was younger. It was like, you know, this is this is what you do. And, you know, I was like, okay, well, but I took it, you know, this was my chance to choose what I wanted to do. Yeah. And um, so as Rudy pro, uh, progressed, by the end of that, then I was, uh, I chose to get baptized. Mm. And then I got baptized and then now I'm doing this with John and then we've just actually just kept going and afterwards and reading more and more and more yeah that's and great that's awesome feel it filling up my heart in a way that i never thought was possible yeah yes kevin always used to use that phrase sneaky jesus like <laughs> sneaky jesus will do that kind of stuff <laughs> when you least expect it, yeah so. now yeah. that's exactly right well so uh how did you guys meet uh we actually met uh back in 2018 or 2019 right before covid okay um, I was the leader of their, their Cub Scout pack in White Bluff. Oh, yeah. And uh, had his son in my pack. Oh, uh, how about that? So it was kind of neat to to get to know him and his wife there and his son. And then uh, uh, with all of that, you know, get get together, you know, lead them and different things like that. And then COVID kind of shut that down and it never came back after COVID. So, yeah. um, but then we reconnected and rooted earlier this year so it was kind of neat to then have that reconnection yeah so somebody so y'all y'all met then uh you had you had probably come to cross point recently at that point but you hadn't come to cross point yet but you met john just through the pack and then so you show up at cross point somebody else invites you or it was, yeah, it was somebody else somebody else and you show up and see a familiar face yeah and i was like I hey i know him yeah i know that guy <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um yeah so talk Talk to us a little bit about what was it about Rooted that has, it sounds like it's been very beneficial in both of your lives. What What is it about Rooted that's been so? Sean, let's start with you. Uh, the structure, specifically. I mean, the way it's set up each week, and it's dedicated to one little part of uh, teaching. And then as you progress, it teaches you more and more and more about, like, each individual thing you have, the, uh, like, money, is, is an aspect that they touch on. They touch on prayer mm-hmm. and um, forgetting a couple other ones right now. No, it's, but it's just like some of the structure of like the topics of how, what what is a biblical worldview, what is a Christ-centered understanding of these topics look like? Right, and then it, it references a lot of scriptures and then there's questions that you have to work through. Like It gives you a workbook that you got to work through throughout the entire week. Gotcha. And then you engage. Yeah, and then each day it has a little task that you have to do, a little bit that you have to read, some questions you have to answer, and then you write out a prayer. And it, I mean, it, it gives you a lot of structure. It really helps out, especially if you're, been if you'd been away from religion for a really long time, you've been away from Christ for a really long time. It makes it easier to uh, get back into the swing of things. Wow, that's great, man. Was there was there a particular aha moment, or was it just like this general pull that you felt through the time? General pull, but at the at next to last week. They talk about the two um, events that are the most important being communion and baptism. Oh, yeah. And it just, we were in the middle. I remember we were sitting in the middle of the class, and it just it just smacked me. I was like, you know what? I just, I got to do it. It's, it's time. So, yeah. I mean, growing up Catholic, I was baptized as a baby, but, I mean, you, 
you know, and it's not really the same. Just, yeah, from a sense of owning your faith. Right, and yeah. owning my mistakes and everything. Hey, yeah, uh, man, that's a great. Taking responsibility. I think I, I heard somebody say one time the hardest, the hardest, there's two things that's so hard for humans to say. Number one is I love you. Number two is I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> I'm like, yes. <laughs> John, how about you? What was it about Rooted that, that really helped, um, you know, cement or establish you in, after coming back to the church? Man, I, I owe everything to Rooted. I'm, really? I'm just not going to lie to you. Yeah. Um, it saved me. And I don't know if I would be sitting here right now without Rooted. Okay. Talk to him about it. Um, so a, a little bit of background. In 2020, I, uh, I I had a bad 2020. I think we all say that. We all, you know, everybody had a bad 2020. February, I lost my father. Okay. Uh, after about eight weeks of being sick. Like he, November, he was fine. February, he's gone. Yeah. Um, so that that hit. I uh, I lost a best friend to... He took his own life in October of 2020, and then I lost a marriage in November of 2020. So I didn't know where I was, didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And uh, I was going to Crosspoint at the time and uh, just seen James one Sunday, and he was like, are you okay? And I said, you know how we're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm okay, I'm good, I'm good. He goes, no, he said, are you okay? And I said, how much time do you have? Yeah. And he said, come on, let's go talk. And I said, all right. So I wound up, we wound up getting, talking a little bit. Then we got coffee like the next day. Um, and he said, I got something I want to show you. Mm. I want you to, to, to look at it. And it, it's this program we're trying to start up here in Dixon. It's called Rooted. I said, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what's going on. And, uh, I went through it and, and kind of what Sean just said, it, it's a slow, gradual change. But I mean, I tell everybody, you know, when we, when we get started, like I thought I had Jesus figured out, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh man, I got, I got, I got this. this is, it's all good, you know? <laughs> and, uh, boy, I was wrong. Uh, it, it, it's nine weeks, 10 weeks, really nine week nine, 10 weeks. And it opened up a side of Jesus that I never knew. Yeah. Uh, and how to just have a true relationship with him. And I tell people like that now I know what it's like for him to be the Lord of my life. Yeah. Um, I didn't before. Yeah. We all say that, you know, we're, we're saved. We get, we, you know, we give our life to, to Christ, but do you really know what it's like to have him as the Lord of your life? Yeah. And I found that out. Yeah. So wow. it actually led to me getting rebaptized at okay. the end of Rooted yeah. in uh, 2000. So gotcha. Now, was anybody helping guide you in that process? Somebody did, and he didn't really realize it. Yeah. Um, Mike Corlew, yeah, uh, at our church, he was going through a similar story at the. At, he, he had gone through a similar story, yeah, that I was going through at that time, and he got up week three as like a prayer week, mm-hmm. kind of like a prayer night, mm-hmm. and uh, he shared his story, and I was like, man, that, that's exactly what I'm going through right now. Yeah. And we didn't know each other. Yeah. We didn't know who you know who was who, and so I found him after. Uh, rooted that night and I was like hey I was like we need to talk yeah. come here you know like I want to know more like I want to know you and uh, he was like okay and so we just hit it off and he walked through it with me and he he's the reason that that I dove so hard into it because he pushed me yeah I didn't even realize that he was pushing me <laughs> but he got me into serving with GE in the church yeah. and like really finding out what serving's about 
Yeah. So he he really pushed me, and he didn't he didn't even realize that he was pushing me, but he that's did. cool. That's cool. So now uh, both of you've done rooted, and rooted re- really rooted is just a group that uh, is exactly that helping to root people in the the basics of the faith. But then when you get into the basics, you realize it's a it's a deep 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 well. <laughs> Um, but then both of you got baptized. Did anything happen right after baptism where you connected with anybody or, or what that looked like? Well, actually, um, I did want to say that the, uh, the person that invited me to Cross Point yeah. was also Mike. Oh, really? So there was a connection yeah, there connection. as well. How about, man, come on, Mike. Good job, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, actually, um, I got baptized on Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I went home and I had a, a funny little story. Is my um, my nine-year-old son. He, uh, there was these toys that I got in them and they're little, little balls, they're Disney and they're little mini toys. And what happened was he opened one up and he saw it was like Stitch, I think. And he knows I love Stitch. Yeah. And I did, I was like, well, you and you, you enjoy it, kid. That's fine. Right. So later that night when we're sitting at dinner, he comes up and he just stood up and walked over and said, here, something just told me to give that to you. I was like, you know what that was? That was the Holy Spirit working in you. So I got to, I got got to mentor to my own son right after being baptized. That's awesome. So that was really cool. Yeah. It changes your perspective. It does. It really does. Yeah. Now, did y'all continue to walk with one another or, or did somebody walk with you right after baptism? Or We did have the uh, the discipleship program, okay. so to speak. Yeah. Um, it was kind of in the works because yeah. Rudy was brand new when yeah. I went through it. Like I was the first cycle through it. Yeah. Um, since then, I've been, I'm, you know, doing every single week, every time it comes up. But, uh, we didn't really have that. So Roger, b- before we did this, this, this discipleship program, um, Roger w- walked through it with me yeah. to kind of see, you know, hey, this is what we're going to, this is what we're putting the the new recruits, you know, yeah. quote unquote, <laughs> um, through. And yeah. we want you to kind of see exactly what's, you know, what's happening and, and what they're going through. And yeah. I was like, okay. So yeah, I went through it with Roger. So he was kind of my dis- discipler, discipler. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like that word. I know. You know, but I mean, <laughs> it's, it makes me sound so weird. Yeah, uh, yeah. saying that, but I mean, you know, mentor yeah. maybe I yeah. guess or something like that. But, um, so I, I walked through it with Roger, and then uh, I was able to get Sean as uh, a mentor. You know, and so it was kind of neat because James asked me, he's like, "Hey, I got this guy," and I was like, "Yeah, I know him." Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was like, "Yeah, I want him." Yeah, that's so awesome. It was a, it was kind of neat to have it all come full circle. So, and back, so. so getting baptized, Sean, and then you get paired up with John. What? How did that make you feel? How did that do for you? Uh, well, uh, this was a first for me because, like, I never really figured that when you get baptized that there's some, you're going to have somebody to walk with it, walk with you through it. Yeah. After getting baptized, I figured you, you just got to get handed your Bible and say, hey, good luck. Yeah. And so especially having somebody like John, who I already knew from previous experience, it was— Seeing him show up the day of my baptism and say, "Hey, this is your uh, this is your mentor." I was like, "Really?" I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, "I'm cool with this. This is gonna work." Yeah, that's awesome, and that's a great point. Discipleship was never meant to be an individual sport. That's our Western culture context. Yeah. Uh, you know, choose your own adventure, expressive individualism, whatever words you want to use. You know, thank you, enlightenment. This was not one of the things that was <laughs> helpful to come down the pipe, and. Uh, you know, there's a great book. I remember reading a, a book one time on the meaning of fellowship, and it starts, the guy's quoting John Don. It says, no man is an island. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great 
thought to carry into when we think about discipleship is like, man, this is meant to be a community project. And scriptures, I mean, you look at it with that lens, you see, oh, yeah. Every, every bit of it, yeah. Every bit yeah. of it. So that's a, I appreciate you, you stating that. Um, because And so basically here's the, here's the idea is that coming up out of the baptism waters, what's next? Because there's this, there's this like experience that you just had, what's next? And so I encourage you, if you, if you are planning on getting baptized at Cross Point, um, talk to your campus pastors about getting a mentor uh, to help you walk with those. And it's, you know, it's four weeks to start with, and then it could pro- progress forward. But what are some of the things you guys walked uh, with each other over those four weeks? They kind of start off with uh, just, this is your Bible. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how else I love to put it. So, I mean, this is your Bible, and, and together we're going to read it. And it's special for not only the person that just got baptized, but also the one, like the mentor, because we have to go through it too. Yeah. And so we're reading the same things that they're reading, and we're walking step by step with them. And so it challenges us Yeah. Um, as as the mentor to make sure that we've got our house in order, Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, I mean— it starts off with with like a psalm, okay. Uh, or no, it starts off in in First John. I'm sorry, okay. Um, but it covers Psalm and Proverbs, and then First John. Then you got like um, so they they wind up reading some of the Psalms, uh, Proverbs, and then a, a whole book out of the New Testament, and then a whole book out of the Old Testament, Jonah. Jonah. That, that's the one. Yeah. Um, so it, it by the time they get done, they're like, hey, I've I've, you know, I'm. I could read my Bible and it starts these habits mm-hmm. and, and I think, what do they say? It's 21 days to start a habit. Yeah. Well, this program is four weeks. Yeah. And so it, it's close to, and there's something for five days. Yeah. So it's, it's getting close to that, that 21 days of starting a habit of just waking up, reading something in the Bible. Yeah. Uh, cause it's not all of Psalms and all of Proverbs. It right. picks, you know, five or six verses. Sure, just to get you rolling. But then we text or phone call back and forth and hey, what did you get out of this? Yeah. What did what what did um what did this say to you? Yeah. And uh sometimes when he would text me I'd be like, I didn't even see that. <laughs> I didn't even think of it like that. But then I was getting something totally different. Yeah. You know, and I would share it with him and he's like, Now that makes sense. Yeah. You know, so we, we would back and forth and talk and uh kind of just uh, I guess I don't know the word, but just like help each other. Yeah. You know, uh, minute, not minister, but like, yeah, you know, just, Hey, what, what about this? And Oh, I didn't think about that. So it's it's different points of view and yeah, but it's the same text that we both read, but we both got something totally different. Yeah. So that's fantastic. It's a community project. I'll I'll never forget. I was talking to a guy from Nicaragua, uh, back when I lived in North Carolina and he had come over one night, we were talking about this, and he goes, Josh, how do you guys read? How's your family? How do you read the book of Ruth? And I was like, I don't know, man, star-crossed lovers, you know, uh, sovereignty of God, they meet, and it gets us to David. And he was like, you know how an immigrant reads it? He goes, man, there's a family who is experiencing intense hardship, and they wanted to leave their country to go into a different country to find a better life. And I was like, oh, my gosh, dude, never saw that from the book of Ruth. And I was wow. just thinking like, now, and he said like, and it leads to this relationship that ultimately gets to David. The meaning is the same, but just the, right. like, I, I felt like I put on a new lens to read the book of Ruth for the first time. It's like, we need each other. 
Mm -hmm. We need each other. So I love that. Um, I want to circle back. You had a hard time saying discipler, mentor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why does that cause a little heartburn? Makes me feel like it's like, like you know, holier than thou. I've yeah. got disciples, and it's like I don't, I don't want to be that way, and I, I don't want to uh, cast that. You know, I know that's our purpose, but it's just right. It's but, just you, you're not. It's yeah. I feel it makes yeah, it, same way. I don't want him to feel like I'm better than he is. Yeah, you know, or vice versa. He's not. He'll never be, because the next step is for him to get somebody. Right. After he's been through this, like if he wants to pursue per, pursue this, like he's going to be a, a mentor. Yeah. You know, so if you're like, I don't know, it's just using that word. It just seems weird. I know. Like we're putting ourselves on the level of Jesus and, and we're not. <laughs> we're definitely not. <laughs> not even close, man. So, yeah, you know. Um, and I think that's the nuance. I think the nuance is we make disciples unto Jesus. I think that's probably right. a good hedge and versus like. I don't, I'm not trying to make disciples unto Josh. You're not trying to make disciples unto John. You're not trying to make disciples unto Sean. You know, it's just like, man, okay, if the call is to make disciples. And that's the the series we're, we're in, Find and Follow, uh, uh, and looking at Jesus' last command, the Great Commission, and, you know, helping make it our first priority in many ways. It doesn't negate our desire to continue to grow as a disciple of Jesus ourselves. And we're just helping others into that as well. So I don't know. I, I feel that same tension that you guys are feeling too. It's like, oh, well, you know, I've got 15 disciples. And it's like, no, dude, that's not it. <laughs> but, at, you know, maybe maybe we can come up with a term sometimes. Just like, man, I'm just investing what somebody's given me into somebody else. Or I don't know. I'm, I'm open to any options. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's been the greatest challenge and what's been the greatest benefit to to the relationship what's been the greatest challenge because i mean i think sometimes there's time there's you know is there more what i don't know whatever there's all kind of challenges that can come but then there's also just all these benefits of like you you've already mentioned some is like i'm i'm growing as uh, as i'm helping and things like that so what's been one of the greatest challenges and what's been one of the greatest benefits of engaging in this kind of relationship sean let's start with you i would say challenges would be um understanding like you know understanding the bible and not and then being able to uh recognize what is meant and then you know opinions mm. difference of opinions oh yeah based off of like what he read how he reads it versus how i read it and then trying to be able to understand that and be like okay well this is what they're he's saying this is what that means and i think it this is what it means but then it actually means both of what we you know <laughs> yeah so it's, it means both and, and you know because each person takes something different from it mm. The benefit is actually also the same thing as well. Have y'all showed up to James? Be like, all right, man, we we think differently about this. What do you think? <laughs> I have had to text him several times and be like, Sean will ask me a question, and I'm like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> so we have we we've coined the phrase. Well, that's a James question. Yeah. <laughs> so it um, you know, sorry if you're if you're listening, James. You know, but um, yeah, there there are some things I'm like, I have no idea, dude, but I will figure it out. And that's the key. Yeah. I think that's the key. Or let's figure it out. Let's figure it out together, you know. Yeah. Because I try to stay away from Google. You know, try not to Google but everything. Why, but I mean. <laughs> but. Uh, there you go. So, it, but he's, he's, uh, he's been a lot of help. He's like, man, I've stumped it. Sean has stumped him a time or two. Yeah. He'd be like, well. <laughs> and, that, get, and then, like, I think he has to go back and research. Yeah. And then he'll give an answer. Yeah. And he'll be like, man, that's, a, you know, or it'll take him a little bit to respond. And I know he's like, 
why are these guys coming up with these questions? <laughs> you know, certain so, people loosen the scriptures, but right. got all kinds of questions. But like, James, this is your fault, you know? <laughs> like, you started this. <laughs> so that's right, man. Oh, that's great. That's great. What about a challenge or a benefit for you, John? The challenge is just uh, trying to stay with it. Um, mm-hmm. I got I got the kids every other week, so um, our, our program stretched out eight weeks instead of four weeks because I would meet uh, when I didn't have the kids. I've got them fifty uh, percent of the time. So when I wouldn't have them, then we'd go get dinner, uh, sit down, and and talk, and then um, look at the the scriptures and kind of go through that week and different things like that. So our stretched out a little bit further than the normal four weeks but if anything it kind of worked because it was like uh it gave us more time yeah you know together and and uh prolonged it a little bit yeah you know because i think what sean said like when i got baptized i was like 12 in the in the church um they was like okay you know see ya and i was like now what do i do and you know we can go to sunday school yeah and it's like okay you know or youth group and it's like I don't want more, you know, I didn't know what to do. You know, when we, when we get baptized, we're taking that, that step, you know, for the rest of our lives. And, yeah. and so this program definitely has, has changed that to, to where that the, the new, the new believer or in this case, like coming back to it, you know, they, they don't feel abandoned. Yeah. So it was, a uh, we're walking through them and holding their hand through it. you know, even on the day of them getting baptized, we sat together at church and then we, uh, uh, walk through it, you know, he's never alone. They're never alone that whole day. Yeah. You know, um, till after it happens. Yeah. So. And uh, you know, your story is similar to mine. I, I, I grew up in and around what I call Southern fried Christianity a little bit, you know, and it's, uh, I got baptized when I was eight cause that's just what you did. And, but I'm, I would, I would live for myself for the next 16 years, you know? And, uh, I remember writing something one time is like, man, I want to, uh, I want to help people get baptized once, you know, like I want to lead it. I want to help lead a generation of just getting baptized one time and growing in Jesus so that we're not dealing with these kind of like existential crises, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. It's like, man, step into the baptism waters and it's a doorway into a relationship. You know, it's a doorway into a relationship, which is not the ending. It's, the, it's not the end line. It's the, it's the starting line. Meeting yeah. Yeah. And, and I think what you guys are doing, by God's grace, what some people have done with me is they've taken us by their hand and helped us get out the starting blocks and start running that race, you know. And so I just want to commend, commend the work, fellas. Nah. It's profound grace, man. <laughs> Nothing I did. So, you know, it, it's all Jesus, man. It is. Well, let's dream a little bit. Uh, first off, let me ask you this. What encouragement, somebody who may be listening to this is like, I want in. I want in either as I need somebody's help or I want in. I want to, I feel like I got, my, by God's grace, maybe I got one or two things to give where I can invest. How would you encourage people to, to jump in? Practically, you know, you know, mentally, psychologically, so spiritually, however. Just yeah. start asking questions. Yeah. But don't be afraid. There's no stupid questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know everybody says that and that's like, it's just, but there's not. It's true. Um, cause I mean, I'm, I'm 38 and you know, so I was 35 when all this happened and I, you know, I was like, oh, I got Jesus figured out. Like I said, you know, I was like, all right, cool. 35. No, man. You know, there, I feel like I'm, I'm brand new and everything. So I'm learning. So like, I'm always asking questions, but, um, 
get get in a group. Mm. Yeah, um, a group helps. You, we're not supposed to be alone. Yeah, we're uh, we're not. And so surround yourself with good people with with a group at at uh, Crosspoint or wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, have you have you a texting buddy? You know, like yeah. that. Like we kept we just started reading through Mark. Uh, just to read through it. And I found something online, like a, a reading program through Mark and, and we've just been going through it, yeah. you know, just in, and talking about it here or there and, and, uh, and doing different things like that. So, um, but yeah, just get around people that, that can pour into you mm-hmm. because then you'll be able to pour into people. Yeah. That's great. Man. So, yeah, it's hard to beat getting in the text together. Yeah. Really hard to be. Mm-hmm. How about you, Sean? How would you encourage folks? I don't know. You can- Piggybacking off of what he said, you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm. Mm. So, uh, I mean, having somebody to talk to that I can ask questions if I if I don't know the answer, I mean, that, that makes a big difference. I mean, having him and there's a couple other people that I know I can count on to be able to be there for me if I have questions that I can't figure out or if I don't understand the way something is uh, worded. And don't just rely on one translation of the Bible. Mm. Use multiple translations because that's what John gave me the clue to and because I was reading the NIV, and then he said, well, check out the NLT. Mm-hmm. And it was two different, like, translations. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was able to piece it together, yeah. what I was looking at, based off of reading two different translations. And rounding it out a little bit. If, if, if you read just one, you're, you're, you might not get the whole meaning, and you might misunderstand it. And, the, and you know, yeah. that causes a lot more problems than you think. Yeah, that's great. That's great. That's great advice, too. I, I love that, you know, because you've, tr- you've got a spectrum of— wooden literal you know like the nasb or something like that all the way to um phrases and more i'm, I'm not sure what the word is more phrase uh it's like the message or yeah something. It's like the message would be on the end so it's yeah. conversational that's the word i'm looking for. right yeah conversational to like wooden trying to go word for word and then you've just got a spectrum of in between and so that's really important to to a good tip of advice when you're getting in the scriptures with one another all right, let's dream a little bit, all right? What could Middle Tennessee look like if everybody embraced this, either, you know, jumping in and maybe helping one or two more people find and follow Jesus a little more? What could it look like? And the the churches on Sunday would be overflowing, dude, just from one or two people helping each other. Because if they have one or two help, and then those one or two help one or two, you know, and then one or two, and then before you know it, it's it's hundreds um, and then it's, you got revival in middle Tennessee just from one or two people. Cause I mean, look what 12 did, yes. you know, yeah. so, um, <laughs> man, it, uh, so one or one or two could, could change, could change middle Tennessee, you know, overnight. Yeah. So, man, how about you, Sean? You want to drink a little bit? Well, Nashville's already a melting pot with all the different backgrounds that we have here already, but it'd be nice. Cause if that happened, that melting pot wouldn't be a melting pot. It would be all one background like a big salad bowl yeah. got some good medicine good, some, there you good, go got some distinctives but man that's cool that, that tastes good <laughs> healthy can't go wrong with a good salad I, no. that's right. guys i've thoroughly enjoyed this thank y'all so much for joining us today and, and i thank you that uh you know you don't want to be the wink link you want to be one or two that can help see revival happen here so praise god amen amen all right y'all take care all right, appreciate you. you all right
Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Find and Follow podcast. We will be dropping a new episode every Wednesday featuring different pairs of people from within Cross Points community sharing about their discipleship experiences. If you'd like to get updates about future podcast series we will be releasing, like our upcoming Advent podcast, sign up to receive our email updates at crosspoint.tv podcast. And if you haven't already, make sure you go back and grab Sunday's message with Pastor Kevin at crosspoint.tv slash watch now. And follow us on social media at crosspoint.tv on Facebook and Instagram. Now next week, you don't want to miss our next story of discipleship as we continue the conversation on making disciples.